Part two of Book Twelve of Laws by Plato, translated by Benjamin Jowett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jeffrey Edwards. Part two of Book Twelve. Athenian Stranger. When a man becomes surety, let him give the security in a distinct form acknowledging the whole transaction in a written document and in the presence of not less than three witnesses if the sum be under a thousand drachmas and five witnesses if the sum be above a thousand drachmas he who sells for another who sells unlawfully and is not able to make good the loss shall himself be responsible the agent and the principal shall be equally liable if a person wishes to discover anything in the house of another he shall enter naked or having only a short tunic and no upper girdle having first taken an oath by the customary gods that he hopes to find it he shall then make his search and the other shall throw open his house and allow him to search things both sealed and unsealed and if a person will not allow the searcher to make his search he who is prevented shall go to law with him estimating the value of the goods after which he is searching and if he be convicted he shall pay twice the value of the article if the master be absent from home the dwellers in the house shall let him search the unsealed property and on the sealed property the searcher shall set another seal and shall appoint any one whom he likes to guard them during five days and if the master of the house be absent during a longer time he shall take with him the wardens of the city and so make his search opening the sealed property as well as the unsealed and then together with the members of the family and the wardens of the city he shall seal them up again as they were before there shall be a limit of time in the case of disputed things and he who has had possession of them during a certain time shall no longer be liable to be disturbed this shall not however apply to houses and lands but if a man has any other possessions which he has used and openly shown in the city and in the agora and no one has put in a claim to them and the other says that he was looking for the goods at the time and the owner is proved to have made no concealment if they have continued for a year the one having the goods and the other looking for them no one shall be permitted to claim them after the expiration of a year or if he does not use or show the lost property in the market but only in the country and no one offers himself as the owner during five years at the expiration of the five years the claim shall be barred for ever after or if he uses them in the city but in his own house then the appointed time of claiming the goods shall be three years or ten years if he has them in the country in private and if he has them in another land there shall be no limit of time or prescription and whenever any one finds them he may claim them if any one prevents another by force from being present at a trial 
whether a principal party or his witnesses if the witness prevented be a slave whether his own or belonging to another the suit shall be incomplete and invalid but if he who is prevented be a free man besides the suit being incomplete the other who has prevented him shall be imprisoned for a year and may be made a slave by any one who pleases and if any one hinders by force a competitor in gymnastic or music or some other sort of contest from being present at the contest let him who has a mind inform the judges of the contest and they shall liberate him who is desirous of contending and if they are not able and he who hinders the other from contending wins the prize then they shall give the prize of victory to him who is prevented and inscribe him as the conqueror in any temples which he pleases and he who hinders the other shall not be permitted to make any offering or inscription having reference to that contest and he shall be liable for the injury done whether he be defeated or whether he conquer if any one knowingly receives anything which has been stolen he shall undergo the same punishment as the thief and if a man receives an exile he shall be punished with death every man should regard the friend and enemy of the state as his own friend or enemy and if any one makes peace or war with any on his own account and without the authority of the state he shall in like manner undergo the penalty of death and if any fraction of the city declare war or peace against any the generals shall indict the authors of this proceeding and if they are convicted death shall be the penalty those who serve their country ought to serve without receiving gifts and there ought to be no excusing or approving the saying quote, men should receive gifts as the reward of good but not of evil deeds Close quote. for to know what is good and to persevere in what we know is no easy matter the safest course is to obey the law which says quote, do no service for a bribe Close quote. and let him who disobeys if he be convicted simply die with a view to taxation and for many reasons every man ought to have his property valued the tribesmen ought to bring in a register of the yearly produce to the wardens of the country that in this way there may be two valuations and the public officers may use annually whichever on consideration they deem the best whether they prefer to take a certain proportion of the whole value or of the annual revenue after subtracting what is paid to the common tables touching offerings to the gods the moderate man should offer moderate ornaments now the land and the hearth of the house of all men is sacred to all gods wherefore let no man dedicate a second shrine to the gods in other cities gold and silver whether possessed by private persons or in temples is an invidious thing and ivory the product of a dead body 
is not a proper offering brass and iron again are instruments of war let a man therefore offer what he likes which is made of wood only and in like manner of stone to the public temples but of woven work let him not offer more than one woman can execute in a month white colours are suitable to the gods especially in woven works but dyes should only be used for the adornments of war the most divine of gifts are birds and images and they should be such as one sculptor can execute in a single day and let other offerings follow the same rule or pattern now that the whole city has been divided into parts of which the nature and number have been described and laws have been given about all the most important contracts as far as this was possible the next thing will be to have justice done in the first place there shall be elected judges in the courts who shall be chosen by the plaintiff and defendant in common these shall be called arbiters rather than judges and in the second place there shall be judges taken from the village and tribe a twelfth part of whom will be selected and before these the litigants shall go to contend for greater damages if the suit be not decided before the first judges and the defendant if he be defeated the second time shall pay the fifth part of the damages mentioned in the indictment and if some one finds fault with his judges and would try a third time let him carry the suit before the select judges and if he be again defeated let him pay the whole of the damages and half as much again and if the plaintiff when defeated before the first judges will persist in going on to the second if he wins he shall receive a fifth part of the damages and if he be defeated he shall pay in a similar proportion but if he is not satisfied with the previous decision and will insist on proceeding to a third court then the defendant if he be beaten shall pay the damages and as i said before as much again and the plaintiff shall pay half the damages now of the assignation of courts and completion of the number of the judges and the appointment of servants to the different magistrates and the times at which the several causes should be heard and the votings and delays and all the things that necessarily concern suits and the order of causes and the time in which answer is to be given and parties are to appear of these and other things akin to these we have indeed already spoken but there is no harm in repeating what is right twice or thrice all lesser and easier matters which the elder legislator has omitted may be supplied by the younger one private courts will be sufficiently regulated in this way and the public and state courts and those which the magistrates must use in the administration of their several offices exist in many other states many very respectable institutions of this sort have been framed by good men and from them the guardians of the law 
may by reflection derive what is necessary for the order of our new state considering and correcting them and bringing them to the test of experience until every detail appears to be satisfactorily determined and then putting the final seal upon them and making them irreversible they shall use them for ever afterwards as to what relates to the silence of judges and the abstinence from words of evil omen and the reverse and the differences that there are in the notions of the just and good and honourable which exist in other states they have been partly mentioned already and another part of them will be mentioned in their place toward the end to all these matters he who would be an equal judge shall justly look and he shall possess writings about them that he may learn them for of all kinds of knowledge the knowledge of good laws has the greatest power of improving the learner otherwise there would be no meaning in the divine and admirable law possessing a name akin to mind nous nomos and of all other words such as the praises and censures of individuals which occur in poetry and also in prose whether written down or uttered in daily conversation whether men dispute about them in the spirit of contention or weakly assent to them as is often the case of all these the one sure test is the writings of the legislator which the righteous judge ought to have in his mind as the antidote of all other words and thus make himself and the city stand upright procuring for the good the continuance and increase of justice and for the bad on the other hand a conversion from ignorance and intemperance and in general from all unrighteousness as far as their minds can be healed but to those whose web of life is in reality finished giving death which is the only remedy for souls in their condition as i may truly say again and again and such judges and chiefs of judges will be worthy of receiving praise from the whole city when the suits of the year are completed the following laws shall regulate their execution in the first place the judge shall assign to the party who wins the suit the whole property of him who loses with the exception of mere necessaries after the votes have been announced by the herald in the hearing of the judges and when the month arrives following the month in which the courts are sitting unless the gainer of the suit has been previously satisfied the court shall follow up the case and hand over to the winner the goods of the loser but if they find that he has not the means of paying and the sum deficient is not less than a drachma the insolvent person shall not have any right of going to law with any other man until he have satisfied the debt of the winning party but other persons shall still have the right of bringing suits against him and if any one after he is condemned refuses to acknowledge the authority which condemned him let the magistrates who are thus deprived of their authority bring him before the court of the guardians of the law and if he be cast let him be punished with death 
as a subverter of the whole state and of the laws thus is a man born and brought up and begets and brings up his own children and has his share of dealings with other men and suffers if he has done wrong to any one and receives satisfaction if he has been wronged and so at the appointed time under the dominion of the laws he grows old and meets his end in the order of nature concerning the dead of either sex the religious ceremonies which may fittingly be performed whether appertaining to the gods of the underworld or of this shall be decided by the interpreters with absolute authority their sepulchres are to be in places which are not cultivated and there shall be no monuments to them either large or small but they shall occupy that part of the country which is naturally adapted for receiving and concealing the bodies of the dead with as little hurt as possible to the living no man living or dead shall deprive the living of the sustenance which the earth our mother is naturally inclined to bear to them and let not the mound be piled higher than would be the work of five men completed in five days nor shall the stone which is placed over the spot be larger than would be sufficient to receive the praises of the dead included in four heroic lines nor shall the laying out of the dead continue for a longer time than is sufficient to distinguish between him who is in a trance only and him who is really dead and speaking generally the third day after death will be a fair time for carrying out the body to the sepulchre now we must believe the legislator when he tells us that the soul is in all respects superior to the body and that even in life what makes each one of us to be what we are is only the soul and that the body follows us about in the likeness of each of us and therefore when we are dead the bodies of the dead are rightly said to be our shades or images for that the true and immortal being of each one of us which is called the soul goes on her way to other gods that before them she may give an account an inspiring hope to the good but very terrible to the bad as the laws of our fathers tell us which also say that not much can be done in the way of helping a man after he is dead but the living he should be helped by all his kindred that while in life he may be the holiest and justest of men and after death may have no great sins to be punished in the world below if this be true a man ought not to waste his substance under the idea that all this lifeless mass of flesh which is in process of burial is connected with him he should consider that the son or brother or the beloved one whoever he may be whom he thinks he is laying in the earth has gone away to complete and fulfil his own destiny and that his duty is rightly to order the present and to spend moderately on the lifeless altar of the gods below but the legislator does not intend moderation to be taken in the sense of meanness let the law then be as follows the expenditure on the entire funeral of him who is of the highest class 
shall not exceed five mina and for him who is of the second class three mina and for him who is of the third class two mina and for him who is of the fourth class one mina will be a fair limit of expense the guardians of the law ought to take especial care of the different ages of life whether childhood or manhood or any other age and at the end of all let there be some one guardian of the law presiding who shall be chosen by the friends of the deceased to superintend and let it be glory to him to fulfil well and with moderation the offices of the dead and a discredit to him if they are not well fulfilled let the laying out and other ceremonies be in accordance with the law and the lawgiver who is also a citizen may concede something to custom it would be monstrous to command any man to weep or abstain from weeping over the dead but he may forbid cries of lamentation and not allow the voice of the mourner to be heard outside the house also he may forbid the bringing of the dead body into the open streets or the processions of mourners in the streets and may require that before daybreak they should be outside the city let these then be our laws relating to such matters and let him who obeys be free from penalty but he who disobeys even a single guardian of the law shall be punished by them all in a fitting penalty other modes of burial or again of denial of burial which is to be refused in the case of robbers of temples and parricides and the like have been described and embodied in the preceding laws so that now our work of legislation is pretty near an end but in all cases the end does not consist in doing something or acquiring something or building something but the end should be considered to be attained and finally accomplished when we have provided for the perfect and lasting continuance of our institutions until then the work is incomplete cleinias that is very good stranger but i wish you would tell me more clearly what your meaning is in saying this athenian stranger o cleinias many things of old time were well said and sung and the saying about the fates was one of them cleinias what is that athenian stranger the saying that lachesis or the giver of the lots is the first of them and that clotho or the weaver is the second of them and that atropos or the unchanging one is the third of them and that she is the preserver of the things which are woven which may be compared in a figure to the welding power of fire working an unchangeable force in them i am speaking of the things which in a state and government give not only health and salvation to the body but law or rather preservation of the law in the soul and if i am not mistaken this seems to be still wanting in our laws we have still to see how we can implant in them this irreversible power cleinias that will be a great matter if there is any way of discovering 
how such a power can be implanted in anything athenian stranger but that is not impossible so much i can quite clearly see cleinias then let us not think of desisting until we have imparted this quality to our laws for it is ridiculous after a great deal of labour has been spent to place a thing at last on an insecure foundation megalos i approve of your suggestion and am quite of the same mind with you cleinias very good and now what according to you is to be the salvation of our government and of these laws and how is this to be effected athenian stranger were we not saying that there must be in our city a council which was to be of this sort ten of the oldest guardians of the law and all those who have obtained prizes of virtue were to meet and the council was also to include those who had visited foreign countries in the hope of hearing something that might be of use in the preservation of the laws and who having come safely home and having been tested in these same matters proved themselves to be worthy to take part in the meeting each of the members was to select some young man of not less than thirty years of age he himself judging in the first instance whether the young man is worthy by nature and education and then introducing him to the others and if he seemed to them also to be worthy he was to be adopted by them but if not they are forbidden to elect him and still more is he forbidden to accept their nomination the meeting of the council was to be held early in the morning when everybody was at leisure from all other business whether public or private something of that sort was said by us before cleinias true athenian stranger then now returning to the council i would say further that this institution having all the required conditions might save us all and be the anchor of the state if let down into the sea cleinias how is that athenian stranger now is the time for me to speak the truth in all earnestness cleinias well said and i hope that you will fulfil your intention athenian stranger know cleinias that every work has a saviour as of the animal the life and the head are the chief saviour cleinias once more what do you mean athenian stranger their virtue is obviously the preservation of every living thing cleinias how is that athenian stranger the soul besides other things contains mind and the head besides other things contains sight and hearing and the mind mingling with the noblest of the senses and becoming one with them may be truly called the salvation of all things cleinias that seems reasonable athenian stranger yes quite reasonable but with what is that intellect concerned which mingling with the senses is the salvation of ships in storms as well as in fair weather in the ship is not that the mind of the pilot 
and the sailors uniting their perceptions with the piloting mind preserved themselves and the ship cleinias very true athenian stranger we do not want many illustrations about such matters let us take the example of armies what aim would the general or the physician purpose to himself if he were seeking to attain salvation cleinias very good athenian stranger does not the general aim at victory and superiority in war and do not the physician and his underlings aim at producing health in the body cleinias certainly athenian stranger and a physician who is ignorant about the body that is to say who knows not that which we just now called health or a general who knows not victory or any others who are ignorant of the particulars of the arts which we mentioned cannot be said to have understanding about any of these matters cleinias impossible athenian stranger and what would you say of the state if a person proves to be ignorant of the aim to which the statesman should look ought he to be called a ruler at all and further will he ever be able to preserve that of which he does not even know the aim cleinias impossible athenian stranger and therefore if our settlement of the country is to be perfect we ought to have some institution which as i was saying will tell what is the aim of the state and will inform us how we are to attain this and what law or what man will advise us with that view any state which has no such institution is likely to be devoid of mind and sense and in all her actions will proceed by mere chance cleinias very true athenian stranger in which then of the parts or institutions of the state is any such guardian power to be found can we say cleinias i am not quite certain stranger but i have a suspicion that you are referring to the assembly which you just now said was to meet at night athenian stranger you have answered rightly cleinias and we must assume as the argument implies that this council possesses all virtue and the beginning of virtue is not to make mistakes by guessing many things but to look at one thing and on this to fix all our aims cleinias quite true athenian stranger then now we shall see why there is nothing wonderful in states going astray the reason is that their legislators have such different aims nor is there anything wonderful in some laying down as their rule of justice that certain individuals should bear rule in the state whether they be good or bad and others that the citizens should be rich not caring whether they are the slaves of other men or not the tendency of others again is towards freedom and some legislate with a view to both at once they want to be at the same time free and the lords of other states but the wisest men as they deem themselves to be look to all these and similar aims and there is no one of them which they exclusively honour and to which they would have all things look 
cleinias then stranger our old assertion will hold for we were saying that laws generally should look to one thing only and this as we admitted was rightly said to be virtue athenian stranger yes cleinias and we said that virtue was of four kinds athenian stranger quite true cleinias and that mind was the leader of all four and to her the three other virtues and all other things ought to have regard athenian stranger you follow me capitally cleinias and i would ask you to follow me to the end for we have said that the pilot and the general and the physician have a single aim to which they ought to look and now we turn to the statesman and are about to interrogate him as though he were a living man to him we say o wonderful being and to what are you looking the physician is able to tell his single aim in life but you the superior as you declare yourself to be of all intelligent beings when you are asked are not able to tell can you megalos and you cleinias say distinctly what the aim of the statesman is in return for the many explanations of things which i have given you cleinias we cannot stranger athenian stranger well but ought we not to desire to see it and to see in what it is found cleinias for example in what athenian stranger for example we were saying that there are four kinds of virtue and as there are four of them each of them must be one cleinias certainly athenian stranger and further all four of them we call one for we say that courage is a virtue and that prudence is a virtue and the same of two others as if they were in reality not many but one cleinias certainly athenian stranger there is no difficulty in seeing in what way the two differ from one another and have received two names and so of the rest but there is more difficulty in explaining why we call these two and the rest of them by the single name of virtue cleinias how do you mean athenian stranger i have no difficulty in explaining what i mean let us distribute the subject into questions and answers cleinias once more what do you mean athenian stranger do you ask me what is that one thing which i call virtue and then again speak of as two that is to say courage and wisdom i will tell you how that occurs one of them has to do with fear in this the beasts also participate and quite young children i mean in courage for a courageous temper is a gift of nature and not of reason but without reason there never has been or is or will be a wise and understanding soul and this implies that courage and wisdom are different cleinias that is true athenian stranger i have now told you in what way the two are different and do you in return tell me 
in what way they are one and the same conceive of me as asking you in what way the four are one and when you have shown that you will have a right to ask of me in return in what way they are four and then let us proceed to inquire whether in the case of things which have a name and also a definition to them true knowledge consists in knowing the name only and not the definition can he who is good for anything be ignorant about great and glorious matters without discredit cleinias i suppose not athenian stranger and is there anything greater to the legislator and the guardian of the law and to him who thinks that he excels all other men in virtue and has the rewards of virtue than these very qualities of which we are now speaking courage temperance wisdom justice cleinias how can there be anything greater athenian stranger and ought not the interpreters the teachers the lawgivers the guardians of others to excel all other men and perfectly to show him who desires to learn and know or whose evil actions require to be punished and reproved what is the nature of virtue and vice shall the teacher be some poet who may find his way into the city or some chance instructor of youth who professes to be better than him who has won the palm in every virtue and can we wonder that when the guardians are not adequate in speech or action and have no adequate knowledge of virtue the city being unguarded should experience the common fate of cities in our day cleinias that is not wonderful athenian stranger well then as i was saying just now what are we to do how can we provide our guardians with a more excellent virtue in speech or action than is usual or in what way can our city be truly likened to the head and senses of rational beings because possessing such a guardian power cleinias what stranger is the meaning of this comparison athenian stranger do we not see that the city is the trunk and are not the younger guardians who are chosen for their natural gifts placed in the head of the state having their souls all full of eyes with which they look around the whole city they keep watch and hand over their perceptions to the memory and inform the elders of all that happens in the city and those whom we compared to the mind because they have many wise thoughts that is to say the old men take counsel and making use of the younger men as their ministers and advising with them in this way both together truly preserve the whole state shall this be the order of our state or shall we have some other order shall we say that they are all alike the owners of the state and not merely individuals among them who have had the most careful training and education cleinias that my good sir is impossible athenian stranger then we ought to proceed to some more exact training than that which has preceded cleinias certainly athenian stranger and must not that of which we are in need 
be the one to which we were just now alluding cleinias very true athenian stranger did we not say that the workman or guardian if he be perfect in every respect ought not only to be able to see the many aims but he should press onward to the one which he should know and knowing order all things with a view to that cleinias true athenian stranger and can any one have a more exact way of considering or contemplating anything than the being able to look at one idea gathered from many different things cleinias perhaps athenian stranger not perhaps but yes truly my good sir is the right answer there never has been a truer method than this discovered by any man cleinias i bow to your authority stranger let us proceed in the way which you propose athenian stranger then as would appear we must compel the guardians of our divine state to perceive in the first place what that principle is which is the same in all the four the same as we affirm in courage and in temperance and in justice and in prudence and which being one we call as we ought by the single name of virtue to this my friends we will if you please hold fast and not let go until we have sufficiently explained what that is to which we are to look whether to be regarded as one or as a whole or as both or in whatever way are we likely ever to be in a virtuous condition if we cannot tell whether virtue is many or four or one certainly if you will take our advice we shall in some way contrive that this principle has a place amongst us but if you have made up your mind that we should let the matter alone we will cleinias we must not stranger i swear by the god of strangers that we must not for in our opinion you speak most truly but we should like to know how you will accomplish your purpose athenian stranger wait a little before you ask that and let us first of all be quite agreed with one another that the purpose has to be accomplished cleinias certainly if that is possible athenian stranger well and about the good and the honourable are we to take the same view that each of them are many but that our guardians are to regard them as in some sense one cleinias we must endeavour to ascertain in what sense athenian stranger are we only to consider that and be unable to set forth our conceptions in words cleinias certainly not that would be the state of a slave athenian stranger and may not the same be said of all good men that the true guardians of the laws ought to know their truth and to be able to interpret them in words and carry them out in action judging of what is and of what is not well according to nature cleinias certainly athenian stranger is not the knowledge of the gods one of the noblest sorts of knowledge to know that they are 
and know how great is their power as far as in man lies we do indeed excuse the majority of mankind who only follow the voice of the laws but refuse to admit as guardians any who do not labour to obtain every possible evidence that there is respecting the gods they are forbidden and not allowed to choose as a guardian of the law or to place in the select order of virtue him who is not an inspired man and has not laboured at these things cleinias it is certainly just as you say that he who is indolent about such matters or incapable should be rejected and that things honourable should be put away from him athenian stranger are we assured that there are two things which lead men to believe in the gods as we previously stated cleinias what are they athenian stranger one is the argument about the soul which has been already mentioned that it is the eldest and most divine of all things to which motion attaining generation gives perpetual existence the other was an argument from the order of motion of the heavens and of all things of which the mind that ordered the universe is the author if a man look upon the world not lightly or foolishly there was never any one so godless who did not experience an effect opposite to that which the many imagine for they think that those who handle these matters by the help of astronomy and the accompanying arts of demonstration may become godless because they see as far as they can see things happening by necessity and not by an intelligent will accomplishing good cleinias but what then is the fact athenian stranger just the opposite of that opinion which once prevailed among men that the sun and stars are without soul even at that time men wondered about them and that which is now ascertained was then conjectured by those who attained exact knowledge of them that if they had been things without soul and had no mind they could never have moved according to such exact calculations and even at that time some ventured to hazard the conjecture that mind was the orderer of all things that there are in heaven but these same persons again mistaking the nature of the soul which they conceived to be younger and not older than the body once more overturned the universe or rather i should say themselves for what they saw before their eyes in heaven all appeared to be full of stones and earth and many other lifeless bodies which divided between them the causes of the world such studies gave rise to much atheism and perplexity and the poets took occasion to be abusive comparing the philosophers to she-dogs uttering vain howlings and saying other nonsense of the same sort but now as i said the case is reversed cleinias how is that athenian stranger no man can be a true worshipper of the gods who does not know these two principles that the soul is the eldest of all things which are born and is immortal and rules over all bodies moreover as i have now said several times he who has not contemplated the mind of nature 
which is said to exist in the stars and acquired the previous knowledge and seen the connection of them with music and harmonized them all with laws and institutions is not able to give a reason of such things as have a reason and he who is unable to acquire this in addition to the ordinary virtues of a citizen can hardly be a good ruler of a whole state but he should be the subordinate of other rulers wherefore cleinias and megalos let us consider whether we may not add to all the other laws which we have discussed this further one that the nocturnal assembly of the magistrates which has also been associated with us in our whole scheme of education shall be a guard set according to law for the salvation of the state shall we propose this cleinias certainly my good friend we will make that addition if possible athenian stranger let us strive to the utmost that we may succeed in this i shall be eager to give you assistance of these matters i have had much experience and have often considered them and i dare say that i shall be able to find others who will also help cleinias i agree stranger that we should proceed along the road in which god is guiding us and how we can proceed rightly has now to be investigated and explained athenian stranger o megalos and cleinias about these matters we cannot legislate further until the city is established when that is done then we will determine what authority the citizens shall have of their own but the explanation of how this is all to be ordered would only be given rightly in a long discourse cleinias what is the meaning of this athenian stranger in the first place a list would have to be made out of those who by their ages and studies and dispositions and habits are well fitted for the duty of a guardian in the next place it will not be easy for them to discover themselves what they ought to learn or become the disciple of one who has already made the discovery furthermore to write down the times at which and during which they ought to receive the several kinds of instruction would be a vain thing for the learners themselves do not know what is learned to advantage until the knowledge which is the result of learning has found a place in the soul of each hence what relates to these matters although they would not be truly said to be secret might be said to be incapable of being stated beforehand because when stated they would have no meaning cleinias what then are we to do stranger under these circumstances athenian stranger there is a proverb of universal application which may also be applied to us we must risk the whole constitution on the chance of throwing thrice six or thrice ace and i am willing to share with you the danger of stating and explaining to you my views about education and nurture which is the question coming to the surface again the danger is not a slight or ordinary danger and i would advise you cleinias in particular to see to the matter for if you order rightly the city of the magnates or whatever name god may give it you will obtain the greatest glory or at any rate 
you will be thought the most courageous of men in the estimation of posterity dear companions if this our divine assembly can only be established to them we will hand over the city none of the present company of legislators as i may call them would hesitate about that and the state will be perfected and become a waking reality which a little while ago we attempted to create as a dream and in idea only mingling together reason and mind in one image in the hope that our citizens might be duly mingled and rightly educated and being educated and dwelling in the citadel of the land might become perfect guardians such as we have never seen in all our previous life for their saving virtue megalos dear cleinias after all that has been said either we must detain the stranger and by supplications and in all manner of ways make him share in the foundation of the city or we must give up the undertaking cleinias that is very true megalos and you must join with me in detaining him megalos i will end of book twelve and end of laws by plato translated by benjamin joet read by geoffrey edwards meta coordinated by carolyn proof listened by lauren rapunzelina nadia and caillot recording in memory of mitchell edwards